Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hello and welcome back. This is season two, episode one. So we're really happy to be back for another season. Um, before we get started, just to say a little bit about what we're going to talk about this season. Um, obviously, it's the change from summer to autumn and then from autumn to winter. So we'll look at that and how those can be quite triggery times, uh, especially spend uh, quite a bit of time talking about Christmas and strategies to manage that, which can brings in a lot of things in terms of family, in terms of, well, obviously mass drinking culture. Um, we've got a couple of interviews coming up. We've got um, some more talk in terms of relationships and how relationships change and what you can do about that through sobriety. Um, And uh, so, yes, we'll crack on. So uh, as normal, we start by just saying hello to each other and checking in. So hi, Kate, how are you? Hi, Mandy. Yeah, I'm all right, I think. I'm, um, we were just talking earlier, weren't we, that it just feels like um, autumn is kicking in. I'm wearing a jumper for the first Me time too. and I've got my Uggs on, so I'm quite excited about that, really. Because <laughs> <laughs> they feel really nice, and it? Yeah, sort of the changing seasons. I mean, I just, we're going to talk a bit about that later, about the pros and cons of change mm. and, the, and autumn, you know, that change in seasons, but also change generally and what what it can bring up I don't know emotionally so um but yeah I, I I'm good yeah I'm good today thank you how about you yeah same not too bad um my sleep is getting much better so I think it's interesting because when you sort of start you have objectives you know don't you why you stop drinking whatever those objectives are in your head and a massive one for me was my sleep um, cause I have real insomnia issues and, um, yeah, touch wood, but, um, seems to be pretty good. So like I didn't take any medication the last two nights, slept from like, I don't know, 11 through to seven. Um, so well, the world is always going to feel better, isn't it? When you've, uh, yeah, right. had some sleep. So, so yeah, I'm good. And it's yeah. sunny, cold, cold, but sunny. So that's nice. Yeah. Okay, so today's subject. We're talking about change, aren't we? Back to school, autumn, um, autumn kicking in. And I know for you, you were saying that it's only just happened. Mm. And um, for, for us, we've had about a week, we've had a really, really rainy weekend. So it's all that feeling of, um, I don't know, turning inward and you know you could sort of love it or hate it really because for me from a drinking perspective I suppose it was always um it feels better because actually I can just get cozy and I can put my you know the fire on and hot chocolates and reading books and you know I really like all of that so um you know and I love a bit of knitwear so I'm always kind of quite happy kids go back to school as well and we haven't really touched on that but um yeah just got through the summer holidays and actually had a pretty good one managed it a lot better and now we're back to routine so um so that's sort of the positive bits about autumn for me that I you know I do love it what about you yeah well I was saying earlier wasn't I that it's for me it's kind of like the forgotten season because it's 
played no sort of role uh, in my life other than like it's raining (laughs) (laughs) and that sucks and it's getting darker and so Mm. yeah it's definitely not my most kind of um positive season and quite triggery in the terms of like red wine cheese stews kind of that kind of aspect um but I'm quite excited to think about what what else it can mean and like crisp mornings um scarves knitwear um <laughs> I love the fact that we're so focused on knitwear <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this morning, it's I was the like, clothes are so like, much better in autumn. It's like boots, that is like true. boots and hats, accessories. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I was like, oh, stripy, stripy jumpers and flowery scarfs. That kind of, you know, like mismatch um, Brit style of boots. And um, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm quite interested to sort of explore like what I do with that time inside. I think that's the thing that scares me a little bit and, and has been problematic in the past. It's kind of like, you know, sunshine, summer, outside, you know, loads of activities. And then all of a sudden it's like, ugh, you know, mm. we're kind of stuck inside. So I'm kind of, yeah, interested to see what you have to say about that in terms of positive reframing and um yeah it's the reframe again isn't it I mean I know that I'm the opposite because summer was always more triggery for me which is sort of you know being out and about and beer gardens and stuff like that and and drinking on holiday and then I'm happy to sort of get cozy and have the hot chocolate and it all just feels a bit less pressure somehow Mm. like I don't have I've said before like you know I've sort of sometimes I feel like I have to be like have out making the most of the sun and having an amazing time and there's all this pressure and actually now we can just put on a film and dial it down and yeah so I I but you like you say it's about the reframe isn't it so maybe like if it there is that thing about we're going towards the darkness <laughs> it makes me I feel like that's a really dramatic thing to say but it is you know you've got the serotonin levels dropping especially in the sort of northern european countries Mm. that that you know we don't and the vitamin d and all the rest of it so there's sort of that physical change that we've got going on um and i think some people and and like you say that that's sort of gearing up towards christmas Mm. so first of all i'd say it's worth planning with that one but don't freak out about it just yet because we've got really nice things like bonfire night and fireworks and um, Halloween. I know you might hate that, but I've got we've got <laughs> the kids, so we we sort of get into that. And um, yeah, that sort of equinox kind of feel. And oh, you know what? Me and my daughter did the other day. We went. Um, I've been trying to be a little bit mindful because I'm sort of quite busy at the moment. And we just stopped and picked up conkers, and they were beautiful. And then yeah, they are really, beautiful. really beautiful things. They're like kind of treasures or something. They're so shiny. And she made this little shelf of sort of oak leaves and conkers and stuff. And we've got like these ceramic mushrooms. <laughs> so like she just started, did this little woodland scene and that was quite cute. So there's kind of, I don't know, getting into that yeah. sort of thing. That reminded me actually because I do like suffer from sad like seasonal affected disorder um, and I 
brought myself a, a lamp, a sun lamp, uh, about three years ago. And actually, just even thinking about it makes mm. me feel better. It's like, it's it so nice. Oh, my God, this yeah. is so amazing. And just those, like, so you just kind of, you can either have two. I quite like um, an alarm clock one. I know that there's one that it kind of brings up, it wakes you up with natural sort of sunlight. So it progressively gets more We've definitely we've started leaving our curtains a little bit open now, so mm. it's not we're not in pitch black, um, and that's really really helped kind of your rhythm of sleep and stuff. Mm. But yeah, no, there's something really nice of just kind of having this little sunspot in the corner mm. and sitting in front of it and letting it just kind of light your face. And mm. I know like a few friends they do have like the odd sunbed over. Yeah. The winter period. Yeah, and not, I do not, the hot you know, yoga helps me. Yeah, not do it excessively, but mm. just you know, actually have that UV rays and give yourself a bit of a, mm. a boost. I guess there's probably nutritional things we can eat. Lots of nice vegetables as well, can't we? Yeah, I think Make there's that. Better. The um, like I was saying, yeah, the hot yoga really helps get that heat right into your body, right into your bones. That can be mm. quite restorative. Um, and that, I mean, you're making me think of that huga, you know, the Danish, it is the Danish, is it? Or the Nordic? I can't remember yeah, which I think country. Danish, yeah. yeah, the self-care. And um, and that feeds really nicely, I think, into sober treats and sobriety and wellness and self-care. Yeah. Um, and that's that whole thing, you know, it was really popular last year. I think it was the biggest lifestyle trend um, mm. sort of last year. And I, I've got a nice little book. Uh, about it it might have been the year before actually but that sort of um getting cozy and really mm. attending to those uh, tactile things and that like cakes and i know sugar's got like people slag it off at the moment but i think having a really nice bit of cake is not the same as running at haribo you know and yeah. having lovely hot chocolates that are really you mindfully have and that pick you up um yeah 100 percent. if you make yeah. a cake with your kids you spend like a or by yourself or whatever mm. you spend an hour mixing you know exactly what's in it you yeah. spend time you you watch it rise like all that stuff for me is is, is actually is you know what experience that's reminded me yesterday because we we it was really rainy yesterday uh i think it was yesterday was it uh, Saturday that was really and we were just kind of wondering what to do and I was just like right come on let's make scones and I said that to my son and so I got him I we were just I was reading out and he was doing it and as he was rubbing that you know breaking down the butter with the flour mm. he started talking about his auntie Anne that's just died that back in and we just ended up we both actually had a bit of a cry and mm. then and then we didn't, I didn't kind of fix it for him, but as a process, as we started rubbing it, and then he went, God, this feels amazing between your hands, do this. And it all passed and it shifted and we didn't, it sort of was really, I suppose it's therapeutic. Yeah. And it was just that side-by-side -side activity, but something, and then we ate the scones. Everyone had strawberry jam on scones and a bit of squirty cream and they were freaking delicious. Amazing. <laughs> and that's probably my, like, the high point of my weekend. So yeah, exactly. you're right, you know, like making it with the kids as well is like, you know, or yeah. making it with your partner or making it on your own, anything, yeah. you know, just but that kind of tactile thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm. And that's, yeah, chemical sugar, sweets, that crap 
like no, no but yeah yeah you know and you can always if you are conscious on sugar and that's something that you have had you know problems with or you have had you know addictive eating or or problematic eating habits there are things you can do use maple syrup or use you know kind of um mm. or apple puree or there's there's ways around it yeah. um, and the root vegetables it, as well cooking yeah. with the, um sweet potatoes all those root vegetables that and you know again that's seasonal cooking like mm. na- nature knows what we need right now so the roots and the sweet potatoes and the and the squashes they're mm. those naturally occurring brightly colored they make you feel good when you're chopping them and they're really hearty you know so that that's uh, a way yeah, to Autumn doesn't sound so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I love it. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. for you. So um, this was a, we were sort of starting off with talking about seasonal change, but that yeah. kind of, you know, led on to a, a bigger conversation about change in general and how to deal with change. So yeah. uh, what's brought this kind of to the forefront of your... <sighs> well, yeah, I was really thinking about this and I, and I was blogging about it uh, and... It's just been really on my mind in that I've got a lot of change going on. Um, And that was, you know, sometimes change is really good. I tend to love the changing seasons, either spring or autumn, for some reason. But that change sometimes isn't welcome. And even when it is, it can kind of, it's adjustment and it can trigger that sort of fight flight response or the freeze response or just wobble us a bit and when we're wobbled that's triggery and for me I've got a lot of change going on so I've got um you know obviously the 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 still recent death of my sister-in-law and that does keep coming up and of course it will it's really really recent and I'm almost expecting myself to be like right okay well you know we should all be feeling better of course we're not going to be feeling better about that Mm. periodically it, it sort of waves and cycles of that um there's also I've got uh my husband has impending uh redundancy I've got a lot of change going on in my work. My son's just transitioned to secondary school. And um, and to add insult to injury, I'm sort of going into the perimenopause. <laughs> and I will, you know what? And I was thinking, oh, do I feel all right about talking about that? And then I was reading the stuff I've been reading a lot and about how much space women take up talking about stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, I need, I'm going to be talking about that because that's got to be massive for women in our in our 40s and sometimes it happens earlier sometimes it happens later but I bloody know that my cycles um when I stopped drinking I realized that I had PMT I used to drink through it I had no idea I'd just be like oh I feel crap I'm gonna have yeah. a, I'm gonna have a glass of wine so I never I thought PMT was for wusses right I was <laughs> like how unsisterly is that and then, um, and then yeah I was like oh actually I really why am i feeling insane why am i wandering mm. around tesco's with pupils the size of pinpricks wanting to stab people i was like fuck i'm premenstrual and that, it took me ages to work that one out so now yeah. this perimenopause feels like i'm i'm premenstrual like all the time i'm allergic to my children and obviously it's that kind of change of the cycles of womanhood in one state to another so mm. i was like Okay, so there's quite a lot of change going on. And, you know, I have like mental strategies around that of like, right, I'll write lists. I am equal to this. I will pep talk myself. And I was like, hang on, hang on. What do I need? Like, what do I need? 
And it was like, mm. actually, I need to feel safe. I need to be surrounded by people who get it. I need to connect with people. I need to lie on the ground and feel held. And again, like I wouldn't have got to that it, uh, dialogue with myself about what I need during change if I hadn't stopped drinking because... I'd just be like, oh, well, what do I need to want a glass of wine? And I'll switch to red, obviously, because it's autumn. So I won't yeah. be drinking that. And I'll dress it up and I'll go, oh, well, I'll make some mold wine and that, you know. But all that is, it, I wouldn't have got to this, actually, what do I need thing. So, mm. yeah, that's, that's a really bit of a brain dump. It, but, well, mm. it kind of, again, reinforces this kind of uh, women in drinking, you know, that there, there is something very much about our emotional response to being a woman and, you know, all the things that come with being a woman and how that is numbed out by, you know, alcohol and we, how we use it to numb out, um, just the magnificent, wonderful, um, thing of being a woman but that is that's hard that's traumatic you know mm. having periods is traumatic I mean from the first time you have it when you know and you're it like, arrives and you're like oh my god like what's that I'm I'm dying and then you know you mm. have to work with the sisterhood to go no don't worry like you're not dying this is natural and normal and it's going to happen and it will hurt and you know and you have mm. to rely upon support from women essentially that you can have that conversation with to learn about this whole journey of, you know, menstruation, you know, mm. and we're we're told to not talk about it and, and that it's shamed and that it's something that's, you know, dirty. that it's embarrassing or dirty mm. or um and, and again that feeds into all these things of, of shame and that's one mm. of the main reasons why women drink you know is because they're ashamed of different parts of of their story you know yeah so I think it's um, usually kind of relevant yeah um, and I think as well that. interestingly it's part of my kind of embracing feminism as a as a as a as a late teen and and into my early adulthood I have always hate you know like people go on the pill or like you know obviously thank god for the pill because it emancipated a, a generation of women like they could control their contraceptive of course um but I always hated it and I've always really liked my mm. <laughs> we're talking about my periods <laughs> <laughs> but I've always really liked the cycle shall we call it the cycle um it's so it's quite it. yeah no no, shame. exactly no shame but um but and it's like an old friend it's like it's a regular it's my it's my cycles of of knowing where I am and each month mm. so to have this changing is very is very weird for me right now yeah so yeah, yeah. you know it's it's interesting that you said that you want to feel safe mm. and it made me think about um that sort of false sense of security that we think we have with booze, you know, like when I was last in London and I was walking back from what well, the whole tube journey, you know, I was out, um, had a great night out with some sober friends and then was coming back and just being on the tube, getting off the tube and walking back to my parents' house. Like I was so aware of everything that was going on. Mm. And part of my head was like, you know, I'm so safe now in comparison to how I used to be when I used to be completely shit faced and had no idea what was going on and probably mm. in a blackout. But there was this other side of me going, I am scared. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, this is all very real and very raw. 
And it made me, you know, it's again that thing of like, well, we embalm ourselves in alcohol to to feel like we're safe. Mm. But actually all we're doing is we're not feeling and what we're really doing is putting ourselves so in, in danger. huge da- danger. Well, yeah, and that's a good example because when you're walking home and say it's at night, you're we're animals and social animals and physical animals and our all of our sensors are picking up mm. and it's doing a really important job so we're hearing clearer we're you know we've maybe we've got that bit of adrenaline and that is what animals do at night or when they have to protect themselves so mm. you know of course we should be feeling like that you know i suppose there's that that kind of line between paralyzing fear and knowing that we should be able to walk around safe at night and doing mm. it but taking you know the precautions of not you know putting ourselves at risk you know being sensible i suppose mm. and um, i guess that's part of you know what what you learn and the strategies of you know what you're recognizing now in this period of change mm. is that you it feels you feel vulnerable essentially which is why you want to feel safe yeah and so it's like how do you get yeah. that how feeling feel of security safe? how do you feel safe mm. not u- using what you've always used to just you know numb it out yeah So So I know what I do is Mm. what I'm coming to is that connecting. So I reached out on on Soberistas and brought it up and said, look, I am actually, you know, because I tend to isolate a bit when Mm. I'm feeling vulnerable and and put on a bit of a front. So I was just like, actually, you know what, guys, I do feel quite shitty. And this Mm. is going on and that's going on. And then I got the love, you know, and I got the people going... Mm, you've got a lot going on maybe it is that but maybe it's something else and what about this and you know all that sort of mentoring that lovely Mm. sisterly female female mentoring that goes on so it it was like okay connect with other people cuddle my kids look in their faces see touch feel ground lie on the ground eat nice Mm. food don't have I, I can't you know and I really um I can't describe how express how important this is for me as someone who controlled food for quite a long time just not to have that you know just to focus on nourishing feeding hot pots like and don't don't be mean with yourself with food it's getting cold don't be loads of shit but don't be mean you know don't don't this is maybe not the time to do a juice fast you know what i mean it's like come on let's work with it let's work with our bodies let's work with our seasons Mm. um yeah so that's what I'm yeah so I guess doing. it's coming to, yeah. yeah coming to to gratitude list isn't it and like and and for me I well I'll talk more we're going to talk about it in the next episode my um adventure to America um but one of the things um I learned it was a technique of brainstorming so it's like you know taking a central point um perhaps it's something that you don't feel that happy we were doing body so body mm. image body this is with um with Tammy Salas, who's my new friend, who is just beautiful and wonderful. And she does the uh, Unruffled podcast in, mm. in the States, which is really, really, really good. So I recommend everyone go and check that out. And so we're looking at body image. And so uh, looking at it from a gratitude point of view. So um, doing brainstorming from body. So eyes, what do you, you know, what can your eyes give you that you see? You can look in your kids' eyes, you can make connections hands touch feel you know feet grounded to the ground and anywhere that your brainstorming went 
and it, and I've used it since like three times in different areas, mm. just like, um, okay, so safety. So what does that mean? And if you brainstorm it out and look mm. at where you need it, and then you'll find these things like touch, feel, you know, blankets. Yeah, For some lovely. Reason, I love that. Yeah. For some reason, um, when we were talking about it the other day and it was still really hot here and you were like, I want to talk about autumn and change. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still like in a, in flip flops. And then, um saturday conveniently it rained all day like proper <laughs> hammering rain and all i could had the visual image was just like sleeping bag i was just like <laughs> i want to be a worm like i want to be a worm i want to be in a sleeping bag like i want to have that kind of contained C- cocoon yeah, yeah exactly and and i think it's that and then from that you can find your own strategies because it's mm. like okay let's brainstorm what this means to me uh in good ways and um you know in areas of growth and then go okay this within Mm. this will be what i need yeah and none of it will be alcohol you know and if that comes just like throw it away no that's not Mm. it what else yeah you know what's it really yeah what else what else can i do to make myself you know yeah deal with this change or Mm. yeah okay i imagine we're running out of time yeah, the last thing I suppose I'll put in there is um, the new routine. So if it's a new season, maybe mm. we need to update our cash, our update our routines, update the information. Um, look, my logical brain kicked in. Did you hear it? Mm. Literally. I was like, I've been talking about my periods. And now the logical brain took over. We talk about new routines. So, um, yeah, updating the information. Um, and what we did is we uh, we've put in a morning ritual this week of just having one morning breakfast together because we're all rushing out the door and actually it was really nice because I've started um to work at my yoga studio Woo-hoo, which is really yeah. lov- lovely but it's interrupted our Sunday roast so that has left a bit of a gap so I said to my husband well look let's just look at it and let's just play with it why don't we try a different Mm. thing and see what works and what doesn't work and so we said right one on hump day on wednesday we got up early we got pancakes i just bought them because there's no way i'm gonna make i'm gonna manage that pancake so i didn't kill myself doing it so we just (laughs) heated them up and then put nutella on them but we had such a laugh so yeah, yeah. N- n- have a play with the, your routines. That yeah, for sure. See what mm. you need in yeah. the winter when when the nights are getting darker, mm. and you know how does that change, and how how are you going to adjust your yeah your schedule? Like if you've been going out for a run, but now it's going to be raining all the time. Like what are you going to do? Are you going to go for a run, or are you going to go to the swimming pool? Or, um, yeah, I have a real sort of childhood memory of like you know going to the swimming pool and it being really cold afterwards <laughs> and then you eat chips yeah, yeah. always chips i love yeah. that oh i miss that's England. the carrot <laughs> the carrot yeah. to get you in the bloody swimming pool i mean who would do yeah. it i'm gonna yeah. have to like chips are not quite the same in france so. mm. but anyway i'll have to find a way around that maybe i'll have a hot chocolate and baguette and mm. salted butter and jam or we'll, oh. we'll find a way <laughs> but yeah it's like making it work isn't it within yeah. the yeah, definitely. Within the new season and not letting these things drop off. Yeah. Because you don't know how to change it yeah, into... Yeah, be flexible. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so tip of the day. Um, for me, uh, tip of the day 
Well, going on from this brainstorming idea, I sat yesterday um, thinking about what what do I like? Like, what do I, what makes me happy? What do I like? You know, these questions I wouldn't have even asked myself when I was drinking. This would have seemed far too self-indulgent to actually ask myself what I like. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was, um, I was watching Paddington 2 with the kids, which I is a film that. I actually which I actually really wanted to watch. So that was mm. also, you know, one of the things is do things you actually want to do, not just like, mm. we're going to watch a film and they'll watch something and you'll flick through Instagram because you're not really interested. Mm. If you want connected time, you need to have a vested interest. Anyway, um, and so that made me think of all the films that I love in terms of creative arts films like Michel Gondry films and um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, those kind of like um yeah art art films and then that I just started brainstorming all the things I like and connected to my childhood so um I was thinking about crystals and and semi-precious stones and um and how I used to love them when I was a kid and I used to love going in my mum's jewelry box and looking at all her her sort of stones and I was like well maybe I can do something with that you know mm. um so my tip of the day is yeah maybe start brainstorming what 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 do you like and what did you like when you were mm. a kid um because obviously when you stop drinking there's this massive hole in your time and it's quite intimidating and very scary like what am I going to do with myself mm. when I'm not drinking um and childhood childhood hobbies are a really good place to start childhood loves because they are they were authentic and then they might you might update them to a grown-up version you might not you know I I really agree with you about that I found that so it was just and and, you know and that's I mean it's on what four four hundred odd days now and it's taken me a really long time thank you but Mm. it's taken me a really really long time to get to that point and that's about building my confidence and learning to trust myself and, mm. you know, going to therapy and working um, to build my self-compassion, all those mm. things. So it might not happen straight away. Mm. You might not be ready to do that yet. But just as an idea that at some point just sit down and go, right, you know, what, what do I like? Yeah. I want more yeah. of that. And in fact, I'd say that's really important in the early days, actually. Yeah, it's sure. important to go to, to sort of do that as part of the kind of sober treats is what do I like? I think, mm. it, yeah, nice one. And I, I think, so my, um, my tip of the day is something I read, and again, I can't remember the book, which is really a naughty of me, but I was reading in a coaching book, um... And it was so sometimes when you say to somebody, oh, what, what, so what do you want? I mean, what you what can you do about this situation or, you know, and people can get very stuck. And I know, you know, you can sort of overthink it and go, oh, God, I don't know. Well, I suppose. Or, but if you uh, and then this I read this question and it said, if you secretly knew the answer, what would it be? And I love that because I've done that and I thought I always really secretly kind of know the answer. Mm. And it could just be like, actually, you know, I've been like, okay, what do I, what could I do? I could write lists and I could do this. Actually, what do, if I really secretly knew the answer, it's probably just sit down and have a cup of tea. Or Mm. it'll be somewhere from a completely different part of you that actually your wiser self really did know what you needed at that moment and did know what you, what you wanted to do. So Mm. I, I, that would be my tip of the day to sort of, Ask well, yourself secretly, like, if you kind of know, like, kind of, I don't know. 
Well, I think if you're sober curious listening to that, then you've just asked yourself that secret question, haven't you? It's like, <laughs> what so do you true. really want? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want to yeah. stop drinking. Yeah. Because if we, you secretly we knew the answer. You yeah, do know, we you know do it. know. And I knew it for so, so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just pushed that to the side. And yeah, if, you know, if, what do you secretly want, Mandy? If you could tell that to your inner child or your inner self would be mm. like, I want to stop drinking. Yeah. And then I did. Woohoo! Woo <laughs> <laughs> okay, reason to love sober. Um, okay, so I think it would be the it's gone back because like you like you say, I've I've um I've indulged this and looked after this maybe this inner child and this fun part of me in this period of change. Something I used to love doing is riding and I have booked myself a riding lesson. And, I love this. And I, I have a riding hat in the in the attic, and it's a nice one. I've also done a little bit of eBay shopping, just a little tiny bit. So if my um, my husband is helping to produce this and like like make it sound nice for us, don't listen, don't listen, husband. So I've got this kind of like tweed. It's a very cheap because it was eBay. Jaeger tweed, Jaeger tweed riding like hacking jacket, and I was like, I'm channeling my ear in a Mary, Lady Mary from Downton, and I'm gonna get on that horse in my tweed jacket, and my riding. Hat. Amazing. Uh, yes. So I'm actually, I've got something in there that I'm really looking forward to. So yeah, I would not have the money to do that riding lesson if I was drinking. So look, Amazing. money to, 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 to do what you actually really want. Yeah. Yeah. Deep, what about you're you? doing deep, deep down deep, and deep work down there, to, dude. <laughs> so out. Deep down to. Yeah. What about you, love? Um, I guess it's that ability to ask myself questions like like I've been talking about you know I I know that I was not in a position to give myself time to ask myself questions oh I'm feeling a bit moosh all of a sudden um you know that yeah that I was so low and so hateful of myself and felt so undeserving of anything good you know in the beginning um, that I, there's no way I would have asked myself a question like what what do I like you yeah, know there's yeah. no way that I would have taken my mm. kids swimming or, or done anything like my life had become so narrow and so yeah so thin do you know what I mean mm. just like empty um, so yeah the ability yeah. that I can sit and ask myself questions about how I can make my life happier yeah from yeah. a happy point of view it's like i'm happy i want more of that shit like give me more <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm addicted to happiness you know <laughs> that's that's yeah. pretty that's pretty bloody amazing so yeah yeah and i love that yeah. that's almost like yeah oh, it doesn't have to run out there's no kind of finite resource of it it's like no. why shouldn't you have more of that shit yeah, I want more absolutely. Of that. yeah it's interesting that my word of the year which was actually chosen by my husband mm. was horizon um and that's been so sort of um poignant for me as a word because it's like yeah my horizon was so small mm before and now it just keeps getting bigger mm, it's just like i love that endless endless possibilities i'm gonna write that down yeah oh that's fantastic i want to talk to you more about word of the year but i think we've got to wrap it up haven't we yeah because we get but um so um 
if you're immediately concerned about your drinking um, obviously you go to your GP or doctor um, there's got a slight caveat here because we always um, mm. recommend to drinkaware.co.uk um, and I've just been reading in the papers about um, you know ch- certain drinking organisation charities being funded by the booze industry and I know that's come into some scrutiny however mm. I would say that it's got a good re- if you don't follow you know you're not talking about following their guidelines about what is right drinking what is wrong drinking i'm not not that's you know that will have to be looked into a bit more i think at the moment i think well i think they are going they to are have looking to into it, it but they, it yeah. does have good resources in terms of where you can go so you know the aa or ad action or Al-Anon. it's still got all of those kind of contact that's mm. a good first contact so i would say you know still worth looking looking at that um you know, to, to kind of yeah, know what I mean, agencies are around you. Yeah, if it, just feel it out. You know, mm. if something's not speaking to you, move on. Um, there's the, um, I spoke about it before, the mental health uh, and alcohol abuse um, mm. disorder website, I think. We'll put it on the links, but that's amazing too. Um, there's a real shift now, not necessarily talking about alcoholism, but talking at alcohol use disorder um and i think if you're you know sober curious um don't you know get scared by language yeah but anyway we're going to come back and talk about that next week so yes and um yeah okay so we'll wrap it up now have a great week and um see you next week for more chat Bye. bye bye